everyone. Before we begin the episode, we'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and celebrate the stories that they continue to bring to life today. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Slash podcast where <laughs> the first of its kind. Uh, the first of its kind. Um, we are a podcast where we explore mediocre cinema. Mm. Um, we are a three Michelle star um, podcast yeah. as well. That's Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, if you didn't Michelle know. Pfeiffer star. Yeah. yeah. So we have look it up. Google it. Yeah. I just said three. I think we only have one. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer episode. So I'm gonna say we're a one. We're a one Michelle star. Um, We're one Michelle star uh, movie podcast where we watch (laughs) terrible films about Bradley Cooper being a chef (laughs) and we find the good old nuggets, the chicken nuggets. Yeah, we cut the nice bits of fat like off. We really get down in there. We use butter. We use cayenne pepper. Um, (laughs) We fall in love with the sous chef. Um, (laughs) I, I am your head chef, Kayla Havel. Uh, I am your sous chef, Katie Nethercourt. <gasps> I should have said co-head chef. Nah, oh mate. my god, I should nah, have babe. shared the nah, you, you know what? You know what you need in this kitchen? Arrogance. So You know what? Yeah, you need to f- defend yourself and I've just apologised. Get out. <laughs> You're the true head chef. Get out right now. Give me your knives um, and get out of here. <laughs> but Papa Jean-Luc gave them to me. Okay. <laughs> Um, I if you can't tell, we watched a terrible cooking movie mm. called Burnt. Mm. Um, it's a 2015 <clears throat> film. Um, Rotten Tomatoes says that it's a 28 percent mm. of the critics. It's generous. It's t- a bit too generous. Mm. Um, for our liking, and a 48 audience. 48. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got some questions. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Shocking. I have a theory about that though. Okay, anyway. okay. So, um, rated R, Katie. Ooh, for, um... restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> she says with a dead face. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, genre is drama. Um, directed by John Wells, uh, written by Stephen Knight. Mm. Uh, runtime, an hour and 40 minutes. Would you believe that? I. Who would have thought? Absolutely not. No. Who would have thought? Not you, not me. As far as I'm concerned, that was a three-hour film. (laughs) Not you. Not Hermione. (laughs) I mean, not fuck. Not me. (laughs) Not Hermione. You. you. Oh, fuck. I I (laughs) love it so much. I fucking (laughs) He's going to sacrifice himself. 
sorry. That's what Fluffy Tide is. That's what Snake wants. <laughs> do you know what? Should we just do this instead? <laughs> yeah. The next 40 minutes. One more tangent. You okay, know what okay. me and John always say? <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Voldemort's back. Cedric. <laughs> Ask me to t- I love that. bring his body back. <laughs> my go-to was is was always, and I think like even as a child, was the, it was my fault, Professor McGonagall. I went after the troll. Oh. I read about oh. them in books and thought I could handle it, but I was wrong. If Harry and Ron oh hadn't come God. and found me, I'd probably be dead. Oh, oh. my God. Hermione. I, I do like, when I was a young <laughs> child, mm. um, and by young child, I mean probably... 2013 so I I was like 19 um it was good luck and that was Ginny Weasley in the first Harry Potter when Harry's about to go I know exactly you took me back baby you took me back I knew exactly where you were good luck um anyway we'll need luck for this so let's continue we we haven't even gotten through um who's in the cast so we've got (laughs) starring in this uh film burnt yep is Bradley Cooper Rocket as Raccoon. Adam Jones. Mm. Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> um, Sienna Miller is Helene. Yep. Omar Sy is Michelle. Mm. Uh, Daniel Brühl is mm-hmm. Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricardo Scamaccio is Max, who was the one who came out of prison, I assume. I don't really remember I didn't much. I not pay that much attention. Sam Keeley was David. Who knows? Emma T. Oh. Dr. Ross Hild. Emma. Oh, hello. Back hello. again. Welcome. I think... I think Emma might already be our MVP for 2022. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a Mich- Michelle star. Maybe it's just an Emma. Emma. How many Emmas <laughs> do we have? I like that. Uh, but this year, it's like, I'll give this three Emmas. This is um, three Emmas. Lil- Lily James is in it very briefly. Yeah. Uh, and I Uma Thurman as well. Mm. Wild. I can't believe. Um, yeah. Star-studded cast. Indeed. Um, <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Mm. Um. Let's get to the summary. Can't wait. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. So, Adam Jones, Bradley Cooper, was once a top chef in Paris until drugs and alcohol led to a meltdown that put his career on hold. After moving to New Orleans to... Oh, fuck. After moving, sorry, <laughs> I'm stuffing up reading the summary. Um, what now you, I'm, like, yeah, what you can't see is it. that Kay's is acting it out as like a performative body movement piece at the same time. Yeah. I'm living for I'm it. Trying to so. make it, I'm trying to make it an action piece. Okay. <clears throat> After moving from New Orleans to London, Adam gets a shot at redemption from his former maitre d, Daniel Brule. Reluctantly, oh fuck me, I've got to stop moving. Okay, Adam. Gets a shot at redemption when his former maitre d reluctantly hires him as the new head chef of his fine dining restaurant. Demanding perfection from his newly formed staff, the acerbic and temperamental Jones gets a second chance to fulfil his dreams of earning a third Michelle Pfeiffer star. Mm. Look, I feel like that is the longest summary for a film that could be just described as shit bloke succeeds and doesn't deserve it. And yells lots. Sorry, yeah. yes, and yeah, second sentence, and yells lots. But you could also put, like, loud shit bloke. That's true. So you don't even true. need the second sentence. We can, yeah, I like it. Let's workshop it yeah. down to, like, five words, and then... And also five minutes, because <laughs> you could have just... <laughs> Boom. Yells, mean, gets a trophy, done. To be right. honest, this could have been a segment on Today Tonight. 
It could have been like, you know how there's cute little shorts of, you know, when you watch a Pixar movie? Yeah. We could have had that. That? Okay. Okay. Like, All right. Sorry. I'm so, in. you go to the movies. Yes. And you're watching Toy Story 3. What do you get? You get a cute little yes. fucking animation yes. about a big bird trying to fit in with the little birds yeah. on a big fucking wire telephone pole. Iconic. That's yeah. not Toy Story 3. That was fucking years ago. Yeah. Why don't they do that for human? This is incredible. You're in animation. You're in. You get. You're there to see Twelve Years a Slave. You've got your like tissues with you. Boom. And you get five minute burn. Two years a slave. (laughs) 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 Terrible. Um, But yeah, you get the bird. (laughs) You get a bird animation. (laughs) Or alternatively. (laughs) I wonder what the short for this film would be like oh. i i wouldn't do like another chef one mate mm. oh, i don't know mm. would you do something with like sort of a bradley cooper-esque character like an angry shouty man who maybe gets stuck in traffic i think yeah i think you'd have to have a worse man uh, in the yeah, in the opening so little that... short movie just so that like in contrast when you're watching burn you're like mm. oh not as bad as you I die in traffic, right? Cool. Remember that guy? That guy. That's, yeah. and that's my theory as to why there's a 48% <laughs> on Tomorrow. Um, let's get into okay, our fave okay. section, the critics. I can't wait. Um, again, we seem to be finding critics who love a bit of a pun. Um, love that. Love that for them, love that for us. Yeah, it brings me a lot of joy. Um it yeah gives me a little tiny sparkle in my day so mm-hmm. this one is from megan garber from mm-hmm. the atlantic mm-hmm. and they've said burnt is to be clear not a good movie mm-hmm. it is in fact a pretty terrible movie mm-hmm. you know, pushing that point there yeah. not happy with that movie not happy uh not happy oh, here's mark commode from yep. the observer uk yep. i'm ready Burnt should have been a spicy treat. <laughs> Instead, it comes and goes like so much fast food, leaving you hungry for a late night DVD snack. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. I think that's that's an instance where the pun goes too far, and now it's become literal. Yeah, the metaphor is like, like a little. DVD. It's a little too far. Like, am I mm. supposed to go chow down on like my Arrested Development season two DVD? Like, yeah. I mean, there I'm... is an ellipsis at the end there as well. So I think Mark knew that yeah. he lost us. <laughs> he did know. He was like, I'm going to back it's... out slowly of this review and hope that no one is still paying attention. Nobody sees it. Well, we caught you out, Mark. We got you. Um, gotcha. <laughs> uh, this one is from Andrew Galdi from Movie Bitches. All right. Movie uh, Bitches. Let's go. Yeah. It says, go watch Spinning Plates instead. I don't know what that I is. I don't know what that I is. I just wanted to... Shout out to Spinning Plates. Whatever that, um, I'm sure it's a movie, but I like to think it's just a YouTube video of someone spinning a plate. A spinning plate, which I think I did. Did we do that at uni or am I imagining? <laughs> I, I never did, but I don't know if you did. I did. I reckon I did. <laughs> but do you know what? It wasn't at uni. It was at a clown school I went to. <laughs> which is same thing. Very different. Sa- no, same thing, honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Same thing. Um, so, yeah, we'll find out later if Spinning Plates is literal spinning plates or a movie or a literal movie about spinning plates. Mm-hmm. Three options. All three? Superior. 
<laughs> I did love the movie. I did this... love the movie. I'll get into it. I got reasons. Okay, I got reasons. Okay, okay. we got reasons. We got reasons. We this got reasons. one, this last one, is mm. from Sophie Monks Kaufman uh, from Little from White Sophie Lies. Monk. I just really loved the name. Yeah, it's from Sophie Monk. Amazing. Monk herself. Um, and <laughs> Sophie Monk has said, anyone who makes an informed decision to watch Burnt might want to bring a bingo card of dramatic cliches to tick off during the runtime. Incredible. Which Did you do I, that? <laughs> no, because like I I collected some of these before yeah. I watched the movie just um, for time management Incredible. reasons because we all know that I sometimes <laughs> forget to do things. Um, and so I, I did see that, but mm. then I was like, I don't want to get too excited. No, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want to over I want to try watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to get too invested. Yeah. In yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have feelings. <laughs> Um, okay, now we're on to our little mini uh, sous chefs. <laughs> it's going to be like our little mini, our little mini chefs who our are chefs. Uh, named. Our mini chefs. Do you know what? I googled the hierarchy of a restaurant. Let's call them our dishwashers. <laughs> and no, our We've dish got... pigs. <laughs> we can't call them our dish pigs. <laughs> oh, but pigs are kind of cute. All terrible. right, here's our little our dish pigs. <laughs> Is that little cute dish, little dish piglets? Um, so Rod K gave this one half a star and said, zero for originality. I hope Gordon Ramsay got a cut of the profits because this was a complete movie length ripoff of Hell's Kitchen. Um, that number one, incredible. Love the passion. Mm-hmm. Love that he said half star, but then wrote zero. Um, but then what I also love, I don't know if this is completely true or not, but I, um, sometimes when a movie is wandering in my mind and I'm finding Mm -hmm. it hard to concentrate, I might like Google some like trivia and at least one website told me that Gordon Ramsay was a consultant on the film. (gasps) So I think he did get a cut. (laughs) Yes. Rod K. Yeah. Again, one website online, but as we all know, the internet never lies. Everything is true. If you read it in one place. That's that's yeah. it. That's all you need. It was. I, it was I have yeah, two from a website yeah. goggle.com. I have two university degrees, and I will tell you. Yep, that's true. That's it. That's all. It exactly. Takes. Yep. No questions asked. No question. Don't ask me. Um, don't literally don't ask. Do not. Me. I um, don't know anything. This one is a long one, so bear with because. Okay. Okay, I promise I won't do actions with it. Okay. So this one is from Laura I, mm-hmm. half star again. Mm-hmm. Laura has said. Macho, predictable, visible plot, absolutely ridiculous catchphrases, dialogue is mainly exposition, stuck in the 90s, made me mad for the talent wasted on the trashy production. And of course, for women in this film, no means yes. And if you are a lesbian, badass McGee will make you straight just for him. R-E-T-I-R-E. Oh, is that, a, is that a new vagina monologue? I think so. I, I think it needs to be the only poetry. vagina monologue. <laughs> I just love Badass McGee. It was incredible. I love that. I love that journey. Honestly. I love the delivery. Um, thank you. Thank you, Laura, I, was it? Yeah, yeah Laura. Laura. Thank you for doing the work for us. Yeah, A+. Plus, a+. Plus. It's just like <laughs> listing it all off and then just like the bam, like, <laughs> yeah, Badass McGee will make you straight just for him. 
<laughs> and then spelling out retire. Mm. It's mm. I give that mm. like I don't know how many Emmas would we give that review? Oh my god, that's at least seven and a half. At least seven and a half. Uh. We don't we don't quite we haven't like fleshed out. Oh this, no idea. Like, scoring of it yet, and we never will. And so. No inconsistency <laughs> is the aim of the game. Um. Okay. So. We've got a few more, so okay, bear okay. with, bear with. Daryl O um, has given this half a star, and this is fucking perfection from okay. Daryl O. Here's Daryl O. Mm-hmm. Absolutely cliche tripe served with a side of concentrated cringe and a brush stroke of bloke from Daryl O. That's how you. That's how you do the like culinary wording. He's got yes. it. Also, Daryl O speaking to the masses, and also like speaking from his heart. Yeah. He knows, Daryl O knows he's a blokey bloke because his yep. name's Daryl O, Dazza yeah. for short. And he's just like, let's be funny with the yep. chef stuff. But also, I'm a, I'm a fucking Aussie, Aussie bloke. <laughs> he's a bloke. <laughs> he's a bloody bloke. He's and he watches fancy movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a quick one. Clive N and Brett A both agree that this is a cult classic. So I don't know how I feel about that. Let's okay. move on quickly. This okay. last one, um, <laughs> this last one is from Claire, and I'm hoping you can help figure this one out All for right, me. I'm it's ready. four stars. Okay. Um, yeah, but bear with because you know that I've picked out a fair few funky ones Indeed. Um, in the past. Claire said, "Food was good. Love trivia and prizes, and I appreciate the men were in suits. Very professional." Movie was okay. Um, <laughs> so, what are we grading what? on? <laughs> Did Claire go? Did Claire go to a restaurant? I know. Um, and then see this movie. I, mm, I, I want to start okay. reviewing movies as if it's a restaurant. I know. <laughs> Food was good. Everyone was polite. It was a bit noisy. It's trivia and prizes. It's a bit noisy. Yeah. So uh, three star. It's just so good. <gasps> Movie was okay. Oh, incredible. <laughs> this is, it reminds me of the one that I chose a while back from the, somebody who was like, they wouldn't take a certain type of change or whatever and then it's like this long rant and then it's like also movie was pretty okay (laughs) (laughs) had a good night oh god absolutely incredible absolutely stunning that's um that's all we have from our little dish piggies but we've got one more little dish piggy slash oh a slash sous chef you've been promoted started from Um, the bottom now i'm almost at the top We'd like to hear from you, Sue ah, Chef Katie. Yes, Chef. How'd you go? Um, <laughs> well, um, order up, order up, come on, oh, order up, order up. God, clear the pass. Actually, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to see. Oh, boysy. Okay. You're, All right. Okay. I haven't, you, I yeah? haven't been subtle. Um, no, th- through the Which journey, um, I'm not going to pretend that I feel like the movie is an incredible piece of cinema. There's no point to that. No one gets anything no. out Why of that. Why would you? You've got to be arrogant about it, Katie. Exactly. So I'm channeling, do it. I'm channeling old mate Bradley Cooper, Rocket Raccoon, um, in this. Badass McGee. And I have, I have, I have got two core arguments that I want to address. Mm-hmm. As to why yes. I can say with a straight face, actually, I loved the movie Burnt 2015. Yes. 
Um, Stunning. Number one is 100% genuine. I actually think the food looked great. And sometimes you just want a vessel to watch gorgeous Mm -hmm. food and food montages and, like, sometimes that's all you want in a movie. And any time I started getting too upset about watching the movie, they would cut in and I would get, like, a little three-minute montage of up-close, fresh produce being, like, Mm -hmm. dealt with amazing tools and, like, so much butter and creaminess and, like, ah, And I live for that shit. So that was, like... Oh, my God. Like genuinely very, very enjoyable. And look, the movie is a good vessel for that. Like if you just want to watch some nice food porn, get in there because it's it's good. All right. I I absolutely agree with you. I will say it honestly from the very beginning. Mm. I tried to watch this illegally there. I said it (laughs) any time I tried to find it, though. It would either be in Russian <laughs> or completely silent, no audio attached. And my look, my preference was after I finished it is that I should have just stuck with the silent version because man, oh man, it was good looking at that food. Stunning. And actually, I do think it had a really interesting visual style, like quite genuinely. I, I yeah. enjoyed a lot of the choices and it was a lot of handheld camera. Um, I love mm-hmm. that you have uh, written that you tried to uh, partake in this content <laughs> illegally because my first note is literally, I'll read it to you, I wanted on the record that I paid money to watch this. <laughs> that is my first note. Oh um, my <laughs> so I, pa- I paid. Someone got my money. For this. All right. Well, that's why so, you're not the head chef, Katie. <laughs> that's it. I'm not I'm not arrogant enough to go out here and watch it in Russia. <laughs> um, that, that brings me to, if you will allow, my second core argument. And then we can go through the film. Um, but my yes. second core argument is, look, we often, we love some escapism in cinema. Often, like, when you've mm-hmm. gone through, like, a hard year, you just, like, we, like we all have, it can be really good to watch something just silly or just a bit dumb and funny and weird and, like, we'll never fault a movie for that. That's incredible. We're, we obviously look at our catalogue of movies that we watched. We live in that space. Yes. But sometimes, sometimes you've got to come back down to earth. Sometimes you got to watch a movie that hits you with a, a bit of painful reality. You know, sometimes, mm. sometimes you just got to watch something that's a bit too close to the real world. And is there anything closer to the real world than an awful white man succeeding? <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Because I was like, <laughs> like I was like, none of this is real. And then that, the minute you said that, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Um, if oh, I may, yeah. for, for anyone who skipped the movie but made it this far into the podcast, welcome. I'm going to give you a recap. Um, basically, <laughs> there's a shit guy who wants to cook and he goes to, he's American, of course, and he goes mm. to France and he lies his way into working in a kitchen, um, clearly working in toxic conditions because I think they said they work 20 mm-hmm. hour days six days a week which is not okay um that's four days left that's four hours left everybody just for maths yeah and then they get pressured into drinking up anyway it's fine it's fine um and then he got really good which is like okay Mm -hmm. 
Good for him. Whatevs. Um, and then he spent all his money on drugs and was generally mm-hmm. awful. Um, actively sabotaged his so-called friends and, like, built up mm-hmm. rivalries. Had a complete breakdown. Instead of, like, getting proper help, he just went and shucked a million oysters and then just walked out. Mm-hmm. And that was that was all he decided. And then he's like, I, I've done my penance. I can be a chef again. And then he comes back mm. um, and he doesn't earn any of his own money. He um, blackmails an old friend of his that we find out uh, was in love with him uh, into funding a restaurant um, for him, like totally emotionally manipulating him, uh, and then unethically sources an entire kitchen of chefs that he is horrible to. um, And then he has like one little blip of a low moment. Um, but then someone pays the drug dealers that have been trying to beat him up for years off. And so the drug drug dealers leave him alone. And then it's heavily implied that um, he becomes a tiny bit nicer. And then he gets his third Michelin star and the movie's over. And that's the plot of Burnt. So um, weird. It's it like, just, it's, it's, <clears throat> is it's, it the hero's journey? <laughs> I didn't see a hero. <laughs> I, like, truly have never seen Mm. that level of, like, privilege in someone failing upwards in the way that only a a straight white man can, depicted in cinema in a very long time. And I, I mean, that takes some gumption to go. And especially, like, like in, in the industry he's working in. Mm -hmm. Like, literally. Just, yeah, horrendous. I will say the fact that, yes, he has substance abuse issues, hmm. which is fine. We're, it's, we're not going uh-uh-uh to that. No. It's despite his substance abuse issues, he is still a terrible person. Oh, yeah. It's not arguably, because of that. Arguably that's the best part about him. Yeah, that he's like, he's kind of... <laughs> what does that mean? It means that this man is awful. It means this man is awful. It's, he does, yeah, it's just like this gross, like holier than thou thing that he can, A, everything, we're, we're getting, we're getting angry because actually we loved it. The thing with this is that like, he has been able to overcome everything apparently Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. such ease, even, and I like, even like his addiction to drugs and alcohol, he was just like, okay, I'm going to, like, not yep. do that anymore. And it's just, like, that's not reality for a lot of yeah. people. He destroyed a lot of people's lives in Paris. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like the do, movie... Tell them about what, what happened oh. with Michelle. <laughs> what happened... What did he do to Michelle? Um, once again, I feel like this movie is... It's just, it's just depicting privilege, right? It's just a really realistic depiction of what a uh, straight white man can get away with. And cont- and mm. still succeed ultimately in the end. Um, what he does um, is that he's like chef made under Jean Luc um, in the Jean Luc restaurant, whatever it was called in France. Um, yeah, you're welcome. And then so they work together in France. I don't know. Maybe they hated each other. I don't really get it. Whatever. Michelle starts his own restaurant. And what does Bradley Cooper do? He lo- lets loose rats. And then calls the health inspector. And he doesn't rats. doesn't go to prison. He doesn't or like he doesn't receive any kind of um like any consequences for that. 
Well, actually, we'll get we'll get into that a bit later. There's one consequence, and it was my favorite part of the entire film. Um, but we'll get oh there later. God, we'll I get there later. We'll get there later. Standing ovation. Incredible. I yeah. It's but it's just like I wrote that down, and I was like, "Are you are you kidding? Like, mm-hmm. Michelle, why? I'm glad because after the, like, <laughs> oh my god, sorry, I just looked at my notes this was my note about mm. that moment mm. i've said michelle he released rats in your restaurant mm. leave him and kill him yeah yeah he is i was just furious consistently awful to everyone around him something that stood out to me i mean it's hard to have anything stand out when um you have such an awful man in your film um yeah. is that he literally goes into someone that he knows restaurant and he really likes the food and he goes to meet the chef um, and instead of being like, hey, um, it's a really busy service, so I'm going to wait until after, he barges in in the middle of the service um, and then starts instructing this chef on what she should be doing <gasps> better in her Yuck. kitchen. In Disgusting. her kitchen. I, I may have never yelled um, at a movie as much as I've yelled at this movie. Um, I've also never I... written in my note. I texted this to you. I've never written the phrase, <laughs> I hate this man. So many times before in my notes. So many times. He was firing me up like nobody's business. And the reason why is because it was so believable that he was that kind of person. Because he wasn't... It didn't feel like he was playing a caricature. No. Because Bradley Cooper, his way of portraying a narcissist is like really cool collected. Yeah. And very like quiet yeah he was quiet most of the time and was just like so sure of himself and it was just it was weird because i don't know about you but Mm. like i think there is a cliche of 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 chefs Mm. of course which i like have questions about and Mm. that might be like innocent old me not knowing the 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 industry um let's just call it the dustry Mm. um with with all that shit but like already i'm bored of it i'm just like uh, people can be nice and successful yeah. and also that bullshit is very elitist so, because only so few people can like approach those kind of restaurants yeah um, i like i've yeah. worked not in anything that high end but i've worked in a few mm. restaurants and stuff where i've interacted with the kitchen staff um mm-hmm. and like i've heard stories and like this culture like it's definitely a thing this like Mm. awful competition head chef angry yelling stuff but the kitchens that i've worked in um have been real nice and sweet and lovely to each other and sometimes a bit stressed but like anytime a new chef came in who had that awful attitude it was like they just get like no (laughs) we don't do that and it was like it doesn't seem like there's so much of a hierarchy like it it you know like that that I don't know if it's an old saying, but like attitude of like when you're the best in the business or the best at what you do, mm. you can afford to be mm. the worst person mm. to ever exist. For me, that's again is like just a very elitist point of view. And I'm just like, because I'm not in that, like that frame of reference, I genuinely disagree. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about you if you're an asshole. I know. <laughs> and like in the kitchens I've worked in, there has been like a pretty strict hierarchy of roles and like your responsibilities and how all of that works like that's a pretty prominent thing but like respect for each other and like you know just camaraderie and not Um, and not like verbal abuse and sexual harassment i don't know like those are the basics oh god the bar is underground um at this point isn't it um can we i think it's the lowest it's been (laughs) can we talk about um 
I'm, I promise I won't be hateful all the time. Um, but I just, we have to address. You can be it if you want to. I love it. It gives me strength. Again, this movie, it's good because it's showing us the awful reality of privilege and success in our society. And that is hey, the angle I'm taking. Yeah. So I can talk about how awful this man is. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Uma Thurman's character, who is oh, in goodness. one scene. Um, and so she is basically, she's a restaurant critic and Bradley Cooper's like, come to this restaurant, do me a favor. Mm. Um, and she says the phrase, like referring to herself, her name's Simone. And she says, Simone, you're a lesbian. Why did you sleep with Adam Jones? <laughs> and because it's like it reminds me of like an SNL character from the 1920s you know like a Shazam and then I said to myself like it reminds me of like a Kristen Wiig character you know what I mean it's just so fucking funny oh my god it's just like it's like it's the oldest thing ever it's also like so offensive and just so gross And then also, like, there are a lot of lesbians who have had sex with men. But also, like, no, you don't turn a girl straight just because you're so fucking hot, mate. Like, Sweetie, sweetie. That's why. Uh, you know what, Katie? I'm very proud that I didn't succumb to Adam's Scroll. <laughs> I was very strong. I was worried. I was yeah. so worried. I mean, documented yeah. that I am attracted to men... So obviously yeah. I wasn't in danger for yeah. for that particular thing, but like I was concerned, you know. Yeah, I I got at like all of your messages after yeah. you saying I hate this man. You just said be careful, be careful, be careful, be, be careful. You've been warned, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> so yeah, just letting you know, guys. Yeah, if you want to check in, just I. Yeah. yeah. Didn't sleep with Adam. <laughs> yeah, good. I was just going to say a warning for all of the lesbians out there. Uh, this man is predatory um, yeah. and apparently uh, has a power that's never existed in anyone fucking ever. Um, I hate this man. Have I said that I hate this man? Have I? <laughs> I know. Yeah, but it's losing its power okay. now. you got to, you got to, yeah, you got to hold something. it in until. Do you know what? He has nice yeah. eyes. He's got really, pr- <laughs> he's got really pretty blue eyes. So he's got, pr- he's got, pr- he's got pretty blue eyes, and they're pretty, and they're blue. pretty blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was so funny that scene. Uh, because I had read that review. Mm. I mean that, yeah, that review saying that <laughs> happened, and so I was very excited for incredible for it when it came, yeah. and then I, I didn't know it was Uma Thurman's character <laughs> who said it, and I was just like, "This is perfection," <laughs> and like I thought it was gonna be a longer bit. I yeah. thought this character was gonna be in it, have an arc, but no. Every every character, without a doubt, mm. served this character there mm. was actually no like beeline c line like no. there was no subplot or other stories going on it was all about um adam it's a, and it's it a was just Monday like cabaret was without the music wasn't it it's all about adam <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny um i i cannot believe but yeah so he's yes he's a terrible terrible human um I wanted to talk about, like, you, you mentioned the montages before. Yes. Saving um, Grace. Okay. Angelic. Saving Grace. 
the 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 food montages yes. could get around. Yes. There was one montage, the first one, yes. where it was like they were getting the kitchen and shit together, and that was simply one I just did not care about. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about any of Adam's successes or like him getting his shit together. I did like the pressing of the linens. Like, I just found that an aesthetic um, oh, thing that I enjoyed, very so. oh my god, very satisfying. But like I think literally anything any montage with his face oh, in the shot, I was awful. like. Tap it out, tap it out. <laughs> and then I got to thinking about like montages I do care about. Yes. And it's very interesting because I <laughs> I wonder, I don't know if like this summarizes me as a human, but mm. I've listed off some and feel free to share yours afterwards. Yes, but yes. the monta- montages I do care about are montages from Up. Mm. Depre- like, so tragic, beautiful, stunning. Yes. The Lion King. Oh, when Simba yes. goes from a little baby to like, oh my God, sexy mane. So hot. Monsters, Inc., which I'm pretty sure is, there's a montage in that. If not, I just love <laughs> Monsters, Inc. Hercules. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. With the song and everything. Oh and yeah. Mulan. When he's like, oh Mulan, everything. Mm-hmm. Princess Diaries. Yes. <laughs> Cinderella story. <laughs> Jordan's was like any sort of like makeover montage just kills her. And it's incredible. It's so exciting. The that montage with him being like getting his team together, I was like, how many people have you threatened yeah. or like, you know, blackmailed? But I don't know. Like I don't know why those the successes, like those kind of montages for me mm-hmm. are what I love. I have a theory and that most of them are animations. <laughs> I I do notice that thread, but I will say um, that probably the one of the big things is that they are a likable protagonist that you're rooting for. Um, oh, that makes sense. Mm, yeah. So their successes again. It comes back to this argument I've been having about like it just being like a brutal uh, reality that you have to face in this yeah. movie. Like it's quite confronting. Um, is that this <sighs> awful man? You don't want him to succeed, but you know what? He fucking will succeed. And that hurts. You know what, Katie, I guess I'm just reaching for the stars and I can't I can't grab them, I'm you know, so with montages like that. I'm so sorry. So I suppose I'm, I'm stuck with fucking burnt. <laughs> I've been burnt before. <laughs> You've been burnt by burnt. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. How is it when, like, you said he has, a like, a tiny little hiccup um, and is it basically the first night? Okay. Or it's one of the first nights, right? Do like you when wanna, people don't show you up. You want to get something? into? Um, oh, give me, okay. Give me some sorry. Katie commentary. Okay. Yeah. That one. So there's two. There's two little hiccups. There's two yeah. little hiccups. There's opening night, which I mm-hmm. won't lie, I didn't pay too much attention to because I was actively rooting against this man's success. Um, I have a confession. I did ask you to give me a yeah, rundown of it and I your assumed. commentary because I also did. Yeah. Um, but I was, I do, when my brain wanders like this and I'm a bit annoyed at the movie, I do then pull up Wikipedia to see what someone else has described the events to be. To go, oh yes, I did good. see that bit and that's what that meant. Very good. Um, and on, from what I could tell on Wikipedia and obviously my own viewing of the film, uh, he has his opening night and it's like a bit middling. It's just like, meh. Um, and he blames Helene, 
who uh, is the female chef. I think the only female chef on his team. Um, also, mm. I feel like it needs to be said how he got how he got Helene to work for him, which is this is the uh, this is the woman that he came into and immediately uh, started telling her how to cook when he was trying to um, say she was great. He invited her to oh. a Burger King and did a whole wanky monologue about Burger King. Oh and my god! I wanted to die. Um, she said no. Disgusting. She said no, no, no. I don't want to work for you. Nah, not having it. Da da da. He goes to her boss and gets her fired. He gets her fired at her regular place of employment on opening night. So she has a child that she has to support. Parent. She has no choice. Her boss is like, you need to go work for this dude. And and she goes and works for this dude and then they have a bad service and then he blames her. He's such he's like honestly the worst kind of human ever. He's gaslighting every step of the way. Like it's almost like gasception. Like he's just gaslighting without people knowing. I know. Like he doesn't even know that he's gaslighting because he's gaslighting so fucking well. It's like, that it's- Burger King chat killed me. Killed it's- me. I know you said the movie was a drama, um, but truly, was it a comedy? Is this a satire that we just don't know enough about to understand? I don't think so, because <laughs> we're very intelligent and we would have had a laugh or two. <laughs> have I told you that, you know how, like, lots of people weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons when they were younger? Have I told yeah. you I wasn't really – my mum didn't really love me watching The Simpsons and I asked her about it later in life expecting the, like, oh, it's just too crass or it's da 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 And mum yeah. was like, no, it's, like, pretty clever satire, but I was worried you wouldn't get it. <laughs> and you know what? She was right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm re-watching it. Well, I, I'm watching, like, all of the seasons mm. now um, and it's a true joy and it's so funny – in a way that I never expected. 100%. 100%. It's so good. It's yeah. so, so good. Yeah. yeah. A thousand um, percent. Sorry. But th- we can't, like, these are not in the same. They don't even match no. the Venn diagram, like, the little bits. So there's no, this no. is just in a bubble of its own. You're right. It's a biting drama say, about an awful man. Sorry, continue. It's a biting, spicy biting. drama. Um, so I will say, you know when he's, like, being a fucking holier-than-thou, blah, blah, blah. The entire This film, is my yes. opinion, and I have information in my head that you might not so I'm going to explain it to you without you asking he um later on he fucking says it's a, if it's not perfect chuck it away <gasps> which like completely disregards what he was saying about um Hungry Jacks or Burger King or whatever I know. the fuck I know he if, is a hip if Sienna Miller remembered it yeah if Sienna M- Miller remembered that little piece of info I think it would have turned the tables I know real quick um, yeah I, I, I'm just so mad. I'm just, I, uh, I just need to quickly, again, I'm sorry, this has become a list of why this man, things this awful man did that are awful. Um, the way that he gets the restaurant funded is he goes to an old friend, Maida D, played by uh, Daniel Brühl, I think it is. Um, yeah, yeah, whom yeah. I love and is a, a wonderfully um, talented actor in many other things, including mm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Lol. Um, mm. Anyway, <laughs> he's there. He's playing the Maitre D, and he's like they're instantly like bickering with each other. Maitre D's clearly from somewhere that has a whole lot of money. His restaurant is not great, but like whatever, he seems to be doing fine. And Bradley Cooper gets him to fund a restaurant 
by inviting a very prominent critic played by Uma Thurman to like he basically just tells her please go to this restaurant on this night do me a favor because he knows that the restaurant's not good enough and they'll get an awful review and it'll ruin his business unless he is allowed to cook just that one night for her and oh it's just and I ah I don't know who it's you call. Just, I don't think you call the police, but like call someone. Like Yeah. Or just like get him just like put him in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just pop him in the bin. It's so funny, Katie, because like I really relished in how much I disliked this film. Oh. That's what like brought me a lot of yeah. joy. Because it felt like I wasn't kind of being conflicted by like no, should I love it? Should no. I not? I was just like feeling that and maybe that was all the food Mm. like kind of um the food images like it was just like I was allowed to indulge in my dislike for it oh yeah with yeah with shit like that I was furious and then anytime he failed I was just like point like joy points just was like (gasps) you know and I was just so happy and I cheered it was it was wild. Do you want to what talk this about, movie did to me? Do you want to talk about the best part of the movie? Um, oh, we we absolutely must. <laughs> because I completely agree. I feel like this is a rare one where it's like, I don't like this movie, but I yeah. enjoyed not liking this movie. Like there was yeah. no guilt. I was just like, I hate this man, and I'm mm-hmm. mad at him. And sometimes yeah. you need a vessel to be angry at. Anyway. Like, you genuinely can, like, it's hard. Because, like, you can enjoy a film Mm. and hate the characters in it. And that's, Uh like, a really um, complicated feeling to have. Because a lot of the time, and I'm very much uh, an example of that due to me sharing all of the montages I love. (laughs) We have been shown movies where it's very easy to follow. It's very easy to love the protagonist or the, the main character and be like, yay, we're right. Like, we're correct for feeling this way. But then when we get a movie like this and mm-hmm. we detest the main character, I mean, and it's also like, you know, this movie is also not great anyway. But like with this particular character, it's so challenging because we want to like, Yeah, you want to chief, yep. But we can't and that's okay. And it still means we're correct and we're better. Absolutely. And if this part is about anything, it's about, you know, holding two things at once. You can dislike... Yeah. You can dislike your protagonist and enjoy the film. You can, yeah. yeah, yeah. Complexity is the is the name of the game. Anyway, do you want to talk about the best bit of the movie when he like it's awful for him, um, and you oh relish God, his absolutely. suffering? Can you talk to me about the, Can you talk to me about the build up though? Because oh. I think I might have missed that with with Michelle. We're okay, talking about Michelle, everybody. Yeah. this is Michelle's corner. Yes, yeah, so um, this is yeah, the what's, what's that build up happening so, there. So we find out early on that he he's basically his whole reason to be is to get a third Michelin star, which is like the be all end all in the world of chefs. Um, and they have this like whole little like speech about how you can tell because they never tell you that the Michelin critics are there. Um, and it's like one of them arrives. One of them arrives half hour later. They ordered a half bottle of wine. There's a fork on the ground for some reason. Anyway. <laughs> It's dumb, and Google tells me it's absolutely not how they work. Anyway, and oh so the kitchen's up and running. Things are, like, working all right. Bradley Cooper just gets beaten up by people, but whatever. It's like things are happening. 
Um, mm. And then it's like, and then they're there and there's a fork on the ground and they're like, oh my God, there's a fork on the ground and it's got to happen. But Bradley Cooper's been beat up and he's hanging in the back office and he's like, no, 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 I can do it. I have to and be the one to do it. And then they break into song and dance. <gasps> there's wish a fork they, on the ground. There's a fork on I the ground. I wish they fucking had. Um, and then oh, Bradley goodness. Cooper comes in. He's got blood on his face and he's dramatically like running everywhere in the kitchen and they get the order in and it, it's the specific order that the Michelin people would order. And then he micromanages everyone within an inch and he's like yelling at everyone and like just being the most toxic ever. Um, and you're sitting mm-hmm. there and you're like, what is the lesson here? This fucking sucks. Yeah. He is awful. Or if you're me, that's what you're doing. Anyway, he's working so hard <laughs> and like oh, showing why he's the best and he's micromanaging every part and second guessing everything. And like Max comes up with his plate and he's like, is this good enough? And he's like, yeah, it is. And then Michelle comes up with the sauce and he's like, I promise it's good. And Bradley Cooper's like, I don't believe you. And Michelle's like, it's, it's good. I it's promise. Perfect. Like it's perfect. Um, and then he's like yelling at the wait stuff and the maid of D and he's like fiddling with everything and taking forever. And they're like, can you please just get it out? Get it out. Anyway, they get it out. And then you're fully expecting the movie to like, cause it's been long enough. Like it could have ended. Mm. It could have been the yeah. most like triumphant moment ever. Anyway, you're sitting there, you're in the kitchen. They're all breathing a sigh of relief. And then the most amazing thing that's ever happened in cinema happens. And the oh maid of D comes back with the plates <sighs> within about 20 seconds. The food so is barely good. touched. He says they rejected it. And and Bradley Cooper is in shock. He's like, what do you mean? Why? He's like, it's too spicy. And Bradley Cooper is like, what? What is happening? Uh, like, you can just see he's like trying to like math out what possibly could happen. And then Michelle steps forward. And Michelle says, the pepper. I used cayenne. And then he opens his fist and has a fistful of cayenne pepper, baby. And he Red powder, baby. And he just says, for Paris. Oh, my God. And leaves. Because you released rats into his restaurant, (laughs) you sociopath. (laughs) I... Lost my mind. I, I nearly. I cannot. Like I'm getting got goosebumps. I it's wanted to tell everyone. I wanted to like text my mom and go, "Hey, this awful man just had some consequences for his actions, and honestly, he deserved it. He deserved it." Yeah, um, that's the moment where my heart, like my heart, um, raised. My heart rate, um, just like rose uh, another level. And then that's when it, like, for me, that's when I was kind of in the movie. Oh, my God, me the too. the next scene is he's, like, he's drunk or he, he's drunk, right? Yeah, is I think dr- so, or like, yeah. I don't know. He's taken something, whatever. And then he goes to, like, another rival who <gasps> he worked in Paris with. Yeah. Who has apparently been stealing his ideas. But I'm just like, dude, people tr- use butter. <laughs> Can you train in the same place? Like, okay. Yeah, and it's like, Adam, truly, okay. like, you can't say you invented butter. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, Adam goes in there and he's like, what the fuck is this? Like, he's looking at all the machines around. And I think he's kind of like laughing because he's like, we use that at ours. Mm. He also and hates like, yeah, sous vide. I don't Woolies. know why he hates sous vide so much. It doesn't make he's, sense. It's been a restaurant yeah. staple for like much longer than anyway. It's fine. Then it's fine. he's it's fine. been alive. <laughs> um, and then there's a moment where he like looks at, like he grabs this bag and he goes, oh. he puts it over his head and like, that scene for me, I was just, mm. I was really watching mm-hmm. that because it was really like intense mm-hmm. and so interesting because like 
finally I felt like all of these cliched characters were actually like not there it was just like people dealing with emotions and this chef I think his name's something Reese or Reese something he is in his kitchen he gets everybody out of the kitchen and just like is there for his old friend slash acquaintance now slash enemy and like rips the bag off his head so he doesn't suffocate and you hear Bradley Cooper saying like let me do it like you know and and then he's crying and they're holding hands and Bradley Cooper's just like I'm so tired and it's so it's a really beautiful scene yeah genuinely and it's just like yeah and it's just like that only happened because a real consequence fucking happened Mm -hmm. for him I feel exactly the same. Cayenne pepper. (laughs) I feel exactly the same way, and it feels like that. I didn't quite land. I don't feel like it. It justified the hour and twenty minutes before that point. But the, I think what they were doing in that moment is that Bradley Cooper spent the whole time, and it's implied like time before the movie started as well, thinking he's playing a particular game. And thinking that mm. this is the way that this system works and, like, this is how I'm successful mm-hmm. and, like, laying out his whole thing. It's, like, arrogance. It's no days off. It's yelling at people. It's all these awful things that he does. And then having that, like, human chat with his rival and his rival's like, no, like, I don't, I mean, I don't have to like you, but I, like, you push me further and, like, I need you and we are humans. And, like, it yeah. doesn't need to be this, like, wild thing. Um, and then his redemption yeah. is that he's nice to his co-workers, which I feel like they could have pushed a little further, but it was nice to see, yeah, consequences one, and then it kind of, yeah, go from this heightened him living in this insane world where people are awful to each other and it's all really intense to being like, actually, we're all just people who love this thing. And like, yeah. 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 It's just, <laughs> it's 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 hard because I I still think... It's the like the huge ego in him, oh. in him, and like the level of narcissism that he displays is, oh, it, oh. yeah, legit. It makes me gag. It, I, I really, I hate it. And mm. he, like, has created this world and this game for himself because he he thinks everybody thinks the same as him, yeah. which is like absolute like red flags. Hello, narcissist. Mm-hmm. He says to fucking Sienna Miller. You and I are so alike. We're exactly the same. And that's why he's attracted to her. Because he's attracted to himself. He is. It's fucking, yeah. It just makes me feel icky. Oh, God. Shall we, shall we like fucking burn this on a hot pan and get into our soap study diamonds? Should we scoop scoop through the the coal and the burnt bits to... Yeah, it, well, let's do the cleanup job. It's, you know, we've closed for the night. Mm. We're, mm. you know, we're rinsing off those dishes. Incredible. Let's I'm, have a nice little chat. I've got about five points I want to make, so I'm just going to rush through them if that works for you. I love um, I also would love yeah. to stop talking about this awful man. Um, <laughs> number one was the food montages. I said at the top, I'll say it again, best love part it. of the movie, genuinely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch the mm-hmm. movie in Russian and, like, just enjoy the visual the visual <laughs> feast because it's a good time. Um, Would recommend. 100%. Number two, uh, Emma Thompson. Yeah. Solid. No more notes. Thank you. Uh, number three, Emma Thompson's big blue coat. Um, she just ha- has a really big <laughs> blue coat in one scene and I really liked it. I also like she was wearing uh, all blue underneath as well, so like A plus for that. Um, number mm. four, uh, there was a bit where Sienna Miller said, you're being stupid. 
and I liked that. I liked that very mm-hmm. much. Um, and then my final mm-hmm. diamond is that it reminded me of the other movie about cooking from either that year or the year before the year after. I can't remember. Around the same time uh, by John, mm-hmm. John Favreau, which is called Chef, which is a good movie um, about <laughs> a chef and has lots of good food <laughs> montages in it. And you know what? It reminded me of that movie, which is now on my to-watch list again. So... I love it. I love it. Did you? Is that? Maybe I had a conversation with somebody else. <laughs> I think I mentioned that it. the movie I was. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I, I think I was talking to Jordan being like, yeah, we're watching Burnt. And she mentioned like the good one. I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. I found out this had to be renamed because in production it was called Chef. Chef 2. <laughs> Bad chef. Um, What are your oh diamonds? Okay, yeah, as, as, as we've kind of mentioned already, um, I loved the montage where uh, it was mainly food. Anytime yeah. that, you, you know, any shots with food, I was like, hello, give it to me, give it to me. Yes. Um, again, Diamond, I'm very proud that I didn't succumb to Adam's Thrall because that was a real danger. Oh, it's a me. risk, yeah. Um, Diamond for me was when, oh my God, it's Sienna's daughter's birthday and Tony comes in so angry and he's like, I'm here on my day off. I'm with a client or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she wants like a cake. And so nobody's talking to him Mm. and that's like, they give him so much. He's like, what is happening? And then, um, he finds out that like his daughter, I mean, Sienna's daughter is there and um, Tony goes, uh, it's her fucking birthday, so make a cake. And it was just oh. the best. Like, the amount of venom in that was divine. Tony deserved everything um, yeah. so much better. I hate that. Yeah. I don't believe that he um, truly loved him. I think oh, I don't at like, all. No, it was just, like, one of those things that he had to say because <sighs> this man was... Um, absolutely, like an absolute sociopath. Just um, self-protection. And actually, I'm in love with you. I'm so in love with you. Self-protection. <laughs> Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Um, I love you. My last note was Michelle added purple. I'm like this evil laugh. Um, and then also, again, a diamond which is kind of associated but not like me googling um, like a restaurant hierarchy and being like, oh my god, okay. So this is, oh yeah, let's go through go, go, go. So we've got a manager, we've got the administrator mm-hmm. and then branching from those two is the maitre d'. Yep. Uh, and then underneath the maitre d' is all the waiters. Yes. So that's all the front staff. On the other side of the administrator is the exec's chef, mm. which is what I'm imagining, Adam. Then you've got the kitchen manager mm. and then directly behind, um, underneath the exec chef is sous chef. And then mm. under that, mm. we've got your roast chef. We've got your grill fry cook and assistant cook. <gasps> then you've got like your chef de pantry <gasps> and then charcuterie. <gasps> Stunning. You got your dish pickies. Mm. You got your on- entry chef. You got your vegetable cook. Hello. Uh-huh. You got your sauce maker chef. You got your fish cook and you've got a couple of assistant cooks. Stunning. How I feel like Santa Mina Miller was referred to as like a sorcier, which I'm assuming is like yes. the sauce. Yeah, and I'm I love that. I want to be a sorcier. I was, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, oh, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. So uh, that was more of a diamond for me, like doing a bit of homework that Thank nobody you. assigned to Thank me. Thank you for sharing that. Um, with us. 
Thank you, chef. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, chef. All right, fuck off, chef. Thanks. Um, fuck off. Get out of here. Let's talk about next week, baby. Because I, I have um, I have a bit of a big challenge for you. Um, oh and God. I'm I'm pretty excited. I mean, as you may or may not know, we have like a pretty prominent holiday coming up. Um, nice. and I thought it might be really fun. Um, something that's really popular at the moment is like mm-hmm. reboots, right? Or like sequels that aren't mm-hmm. really sequels. They're actually just like the exact same thing again, but with like a yes. different cast. Yes. And so what I'm proposing is that what we do the exact same thing that we did last <laughs> year, but with a different <laughs> cast. I want you and Jordan to watch <laughs> Valentine's Day, baby. <laughs> Oh my god, yes! I love it! This is so funny because I swear last year it was because I was sick or something and you're like, that's alright, Ollie that's like watches the movies with me, like, we've got it covered and it's so funny because time and time again I say how often Jordan does not yep. watch the movies yep. with me. <laughs> so I'm excited for us to do this again. If If y'all don't remember, there was an episode that Jordan joined it was Casper and I did ask her to stop folding clothes <laughs> while we were recording so let's see what happens this t- time around um I'm really excited I'm it, it also means I get the week off which we all love uh, some cancel plans um Hallelujah, that was not my baby. core motivation but you these know, are I'll like planned it. canceled pe- plans as well I know right I'm a genius oh you've You've invented something very special here, Katie. Um, but do you accept? Do you accept the challenge? Will you be able to force Jordan to? I accept on behalf of Jordan <laughs> and myself. You heard it here, folks. I raise my hand. Oh my goodness! In the sign of rock. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I haven't told Jordan, and I won't tell Jordan Don't. until the very minute I have the microphone in her yeah. face and be like, "Hey, let's talk." Remember how I made you watch talk. this movie? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, brutal. Just sent a text in the middle of a work day. Um, can we have a chat when you get home? <laughs> oh, my God. Chills. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, my God. Well, if this we podcast gives you chills, why don't you leave us a cheeky review <laughs> on any... <laughs> Very good. Very Thank good. you. How's that transition? Um, I mean, give us a review, guys. They help us out. Um, recommend us to a mate if you think that they'll like us. If you think they won't like us, don't recommend us. Um, yeah. That's probably not a nice thing to do. People don't like to be given recommendations for things that you know they won't like. Um, yeah. We're not at a space where, like, bad press is good press. No. You know what I mean? Like, we're still very much at a place where it's good, like we good need press. good things, good things said. Good press is good press. Um, <laughs> if you like our jam, you can follow us on socials. On Instagram, we're at actually I loved it, and Twitter, we're at amypod pod. Um, if you have any suggestions for movies that we should do, um, feel free to send them to our email. We're actually I loved it at gmail.com. Um, as always, big thank you to Imogen Siegler. You can find her music on Spotify and Bandcamp. She's responsible for all the wonderful tunes that you hear on this fine program. Except the ones that come out of our mouth holes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Any of um, our incredible um, artistic renditions and things, that's all us. Yeah. TM, TM, TM. Um. <laughs> there's a fork on the floor. There's a fork on the floor. There's a fork. There's a fork, there's a fork on the floor. <laughs> uh, anyway, hooray. Hooray.
Yes, chef. Head chef, sous chef. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. Oh. Tumble out of bed and tumble to the kitchen. <laughs> oh, some kind of like acapella.